Hey, what's up, everybody? Back again, another episode of Gladiator Cypher Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We got a fun show for you all lined up. But before we get there, just want to say, hey, what's going on, Ned? How you doing? Ain't nothing, dog. Everything's cool. Uh, <clears throat> just waking up. I took one of them unexpected uh, dead naps. So, you know, I'm here. You know what I mean? We rocking the, uh, the, 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 the Sanford. The oh, there Fox you go. Today, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> No, I like that, that one. That one's cool. That one's cool. I got my uh, little Uzi vert uh, with um, Scarlet oh. Witch, Jonah, oh, little God. Uzi Vision hoodie. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, of course, we're in the holiday season. So, our top three today is going to be our top three classic holiday movies. So, um, I'll get started with mine. Uh, first off, I could go with uh, Friday After Next, you know, set during Christmas. Um, plenty of hilarity ensues. You know, you got Craig, you got Data, you got the whole cast there. Miss Pearly, oh, you gotta line that up, Miss Pearly. You know, all the classic jokes is in there. Right. Um, you even get Cat Williams. I think that's written. He really started to pop off yeah, with his good. appearance in that jump. Terry Crews. So, a lot of folks in the movie. Um, <laughs> definitely a funny time. <laughs> that was funny. But uh, yeah, it's just a good a good holiday film. So that's my number three. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go with Die Hard. I know everybody says it's not a Christmas movie. That this is a Christmas movie, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going with Die Hard. You know what I mean? You got action. You got people getting shot, shit blowing up, mm-hmm. and then, and Christmas lights. Yeah, so, you know that's all you <laughs> that's need. All, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you that's need. Perfect. All right. So for my number two, I got a jingle all the way. Uh, I used to love that movie when I was a kid. Uh, just watching it, you got Arnold, you got Sinbad in it. Um, just a crazy movie, especially with um, I like the end little sequence, the Turbo Man, and then you got the arch villain. Mm-hmm. Somehow Sinbad gets that whole outfit and stuff on. He just start going crazy. It's like a wild mailman. Just you know, he's in the holidays. He's over it. So as I get older, I kind of like more so understand him than <laughs> Arnold because he like. Nowadays version would be like an Amazon driver or something like that, just starting to wild out, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's always a funny movie. When it's on, I always got to give that a watch. Jingle all the way. Number two, I'm gonna go with Christmas Story. Okay. Gotta roll with the Red Rider BB gun. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just that's a that's a staple every year. You gotta do that. Mm-hmm. I think every uh, every kid, every boy, I should say at least, got some kind of stories with BB guns or paintball oh, yeah, guns yeah, or something there. Yeah, little, yeah. I know me and my friends, he had a bunch of them. We was doing airsoft and stuff. We'd be riding around the neighborhood. We put like trash bags on it. We didn't want people to think we was rolling with guns and stuff. And then the cops be all in the woods looking for us. We shooting stuff up. It was, it was yeah. funny, good times. Yeah. All right, my number one though has to be uh, Home Alone too. Um, uh, yeah, I was I was going Home Alone one. <laughs> yeah, Home Alone one is good, but you know, for the longest time, I never saw the first one. I only saw the second one. So, like this past season, I saw the first one a couple times, and that one's really good too. But Home Alone two just has, I guess, a little more of a special place with me, um, just because you know I've seen it so many times since I was little. And then that scene where Cuz gets electrocuted, like that jump forever got just burnt in my memory, like. I die laughing every time I see it. Wait, that. that's on that's on two? Yeah, it's on two. It's on two. Home on two electrocution. I'm pretty sure. You talking about we in the basement and he bought a washer and dryer? Yeah. And he like, hey, right. like no, <laughs> that's that's one. No, no, it's two. It is? Yeah, it's two. It's definitely two. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. So Man, that I don't thought, just trip me. I thought that was, I, thought that was, I got him, I got him mixed up. I definitely thought that was one. Like, that joke just tripped me out. Especially you when you turn into a weird turn skeleton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I thought for the longest, I thought that shit was one. All no, right, that joke tripped me out. And then you, you know, it's got the cameos. You got um, was Donald Trump's in it? Uh, oh, yeah, you got the scene yeah, in the shower yeah, yeah. where he got the little blow up in the gangster movie playing and right. shooting, and the dude just starts <laughs> having All a right. panic attack in there. There's some funny stuff in that movie, man. So that's definitely gotta be my yeah, favorite. Yeah, that 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 definitely drops one. I feel I always thought that that was one with the electrocution joint. Mm-mm. Damn, but uh, yeah, that's definitely. Oh man, they am conflicted. But I, I still, 
I still am gonna give you to the count of ten yeah. to get your no good. No, I still never would Even before I pump your guts full of lead. <laughs> no, I still won. It's still number one. It's still home. The original Home Alone still the one, dog. I hear you. I hear you. All right. So what's your uh, number one? Home Alone, the first. Okay, one. there you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so they coming in getting the goal. They got the first and the sequel both coming in yeah. on the top spot, man. Yeah, it's, it's definitely Home Alone, the 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 original. Did you ever see the third one? I don't remember. I think they had a new kid. I was like, I ain't really messing with that. <laughs> yeah, one and two the, uh, is the is the Home Alone, bro. I don't know about that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I I don't even think I saw that one. I hear. You. I think they're doing a the reboot on the it's series. It's like all the new Lion King stuff. Like I don't, I don't. I don't know what's up with that shit. Cayenne and all that. Cayenne. Oh, uh, yeah. A whole bunch of other stuff. I don't know. Kids know that stuff. I don't. I know they had, like, for Lion King, they had the first one. I know the second one was, like, direct to VHS. It was, like, a home movie, direct to home theater jump. Um, That one was kind of cool. They had good music. I remember getting that when I was little. So I like that one. But the other ones, I don't. I have no idea what's going on. I only, so. know, one, I only know one Lion King. I don't know. it? No, sir. They should do like a, a prequel. That'd be fun. You'd see how Mufasa and Scar started beefing. Yeah. That would be interesting. Maybe give Scar, you know, see him in a different light. But um yeah, I don't know. This is I don't know. I think it I don't know. I watch kids' movies now. They don't I don't know. Maybe because I'm not a kid no more, they kind of seem like they not as the quality isn't as good anymore. I know it's, it's a couple. No, mm-hmm. I'm lying, because Moana was hard. That's mm-hmm. my joint right there, watching that with the kids and stuff. So, nah, yeah, I don't know. It, I guess it depends on who, who does it. I still haven't seen the uh, the new Lion King with, like, all the... The CG the lines super, and stuff. The super black all-star cast, like yeah. uh, Beyonce and them. I still haven't seen that one. Me neither. Me yeah. neither. I don't know if I will see it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I like the animation more. I don't really want to see, like, the, the CG all lines. All the CGI stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that animation plus they had the songs and everything. It's just man, can't beat it. You can't beat it at all. But yeah, kids' movies. I mean, and when you think about it too, when I was younger, at least like they had so many extra layers into them, like adult themes. Like when you're a kid, like you're just watching, like oh, this is cool. Like oh, this is a sad moment. Oh, this is a happy moment. Da, da, da. But then when you get older, you're like, dang, they were talking about this, or it's right, like the subplots right, in it, right, and all that kind right. of stuff. Even like the adult jokes that got slipped in there that you don't know, and like, mm-hmm. now you watch it like, oh, I didn't never <laughs> notice that. Yeah, yeah, like the uh, Little Mermaid on the cover. Remember they were talking about that they had like phallic symbols and stuff in Atlantis, like the the castle had like a, a penis like hidden in it. Oh shit! No, I ain't <laughs> so they had to like recall all this stuff. Oh man, yeah, it's That's just crazy wild. stuff. You go back and listen; they saying jokes and stuff. Like I know my uncle; he always is getting mad at SpongeBob. He's like, "Man, SpongeBob was talking wild on one of the episodes." So starting to say he was talking Sp- zesty. Sp- 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 SpongeBob is a wild joint, bro. I, it is, it is that joint. And another wild joint is uh Aladdin. Like when I got older and watched mm-hmm. Aladdin, bro, like mm-hmm. Aladdin is wild. Like, dude, oh yeah, there's also free they stuff. Talk had... Crazy on Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, my man was definitely wild, especially Jafar. He had the the staff. He's damn near a pimp, man. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. All right, but enough about the kids' cinema for you all. I know y'all come, you know, get your music and your culture talk from us. So let's jump into it. Um, for this episode, we're just going to cover Silk Sonic because. Personally, I feel like it was that good. Nip, how'd you like it? Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And they 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 didn't disappoint. No. Uh, I got scared when... Uh, I got scared when Skate came out. Because mm-hmm. I didn't... I don't... Like, Skate, outside of the album, it's not... Mm-hmm. It don't hit right. Like, I just don't... It don't have the same drink. But inside of the album, that's like, it's been growing on me. But... Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think I have a, a skip. I mean, of course it's a short album. Yeah. Um, so it's not really much you can skip on there. But I I thought it was a a good classic album. Like I I automatically that the first listen I, I definitely gave it a five. Like I just yeah, that's all I've been listening to since it came out. Yeah, it's definitely um a five for me too. I like the fact that it is short. You know, why I put in extra filler if you don't need it. Right. Um, it felt like they really took their time with the songs. And like you were saying, Skate, I actually like Skate outside of it. Um, the album when I first heard it, but I like it even more during the sequencing of the album too. So 
you know, I think each song's got its kind of own feel, but they also build on some of those, like a 70s vibes that they're kind of pulling from with a lot of the different uh, music and the melodies and the, the funk vibes that are in there. You even got Bootsy Collins um, narrating a lot of it, mm-hmm. which is dope. Uh, Snoop makes the appearance. Thundercat is on there, which I thought was dope. Um, his feature. Uh, I would say my favorite songs on there, of course, Leave the Door Open. And I had a uh, 777. That's my joint, dog. Mm-hmm. 777 is my joint. 777 and uh and smoking out the window. Yeah, that was go good. Back. I ain't smoked a cigarette in about 10 years. I, I smoked me a cigarette <laughs> on that one, dog. I had, I had, I, or, or smoking out the road. When he, when he was on the stage, he had the cigarette. Something about when you're talking with a cigarette in your hand. Well, this yeah. bitch sickness. <laughs> There's something about that, cuz. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. heard you on that one. The memes going crazy on that joint. Yeah, that's fun. The uh the memes with the uh talking about uh Bruno Mars went from uh from uh I catch a grenade for you, I throw something away mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> it wore off it wore off on them. I guess it started yeah, it started going yeah, on. I kinda yeah, like yeah. that song before that too. If you look um I think after last night. You know, that's when they're in that infatuation phase. Oh, oh yeah, man, yeah. he took it home. It was fired. And he, you yeah. know, a couple months later, he like, man, this. this <laughs> paying the rent, paying for trips. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot there, De- but it's definitely good to listen to. <laughs> and it's funny seeing him and that, like, because you, you're right. When he came in, right? Not, I wouldn't say like squeaky clean, but definitely like. Oh, you know, a, I'm on my Romeo real, shit, all that kind of stuff. Right, he was a real pop star. Like, it was all neat and clean and, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit more edge, which I think is nice, you know, kind of shows his, um, uh, him growing as an artist, which is cool, too, because you don't want to see somebody stick in the same lane the whole, whole time, which is neat. But, yeah, this is definitely on um, a classic. Uh, for me, um, I appreciate, too, how they were borrowing from some of those past themes, you know, like we mentioned, the funk eras. This is definitely a funky project, yeah. and the instrumentation is just is just all around great. I think one of the reasons I like, um, I think it it is seven 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 with the horns, right? Yeah, is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's one of the reasons I like that one so much. Yeah, yeah. It's so dope, and it's cool seeing this project as opposed to some of the other ones. Like a lot of. I guess popular music. This, I mean, it's always been kind of this way, but if you listen to pop now, like what they're doing, okay, we find whatever classic R&B song, chop the chorus, flip the beat a little bit, and then we, we drop the, the single, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas back then, even on like the pop music, even on the singles and stuff like that, like there were so many layers of like instrumentation. The lyrics were good. Like people were really singing. Like they hit on a whole bunch of different factors that I feel like we kind of miss out on a lot of times uh, these days. Except for you know certain artists, they they definitely do their their best to give a good product. Uh, comes to mind like Jasmine Sullivan. She's she's doing a great job yeah, her with, with her music. Um, a lot of people like um, definitely doing their thing. But I would say. By far, we're getting a lot of cookie cutter stuff, you know, and it's simple because they want something that's easy to play. It's going to ring off in the bar or the club or something like that, that you want something people can sing with. But I I like it when people kind of step out there. But as you see here, you can also kind of stick to a try and true method. You know, let's get the horns. Let's get this instrumentation going. You know, let's get that funk vibe and and write some good lyrics and and really sing and and play our different positions. And you can come out with a good project. So I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. Definitely a good listen. If you haven't heard it, um, strongly, strongly. What's your, uh, what's your rating on it? Five, five. Yeah, oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely got to cop this one if we're going based on our scale. Um, an evening with Silk Sonic. Uh, so, so all right. So I saw something online, and uh, I thought it was. Um, I thought they were going a little too deep, but I get your opinion on it. So. They were talking about the same meme. They were talking about he went from catch a blade for you or throw a grenade, whatever that song was, mm-hmm. to this. And they were saying how the language, the language is different when he's appealing to a different demographic. So there's always mm-hmm. been this this uh, 
conversation about Bruno being like this, like artist that is taken from like uh, the black black culture, like almost mm-hmm. like uh, the, that that whole culture vulture yeah. uh, joint. How you feel about that when it comes to like Bruno and the and black folks? I don't know. I kind of view Bruno as like R and B the rock really like they're kind of ambiguous like you don't know exactly what they are right you know they had a different roles they'll slip into like this role a little bit more for this project for another project maybe they're giving more soul vibes maybe they're giving more funk vibes maybe more pop vibes with, with different things um i don't necessarily hold that against them um music is a business of course so when he came out he's more of like a strict pop artist you know trying to appeal to the masses whereas lately here i feel like he's kind of getting a little bit deeper into like some of those funk roots and it seems to work you know they had that uh song uptown funk you up and it's just been up from there for him Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i don't really hold that That against him too much that was him and uh mark ronson right yeah exactly Mm. and you know you hear that every (laughs) <laughs> that's the white people go to any wedding any event it's like oh town fun it's like it's, it's ringing off <laughs> mm-hmm. but um we see here too he can make like good quality music i would say i would feel bad if like he didn't try as hard or do a good of a job on projects catered more towards us than he did on like the larger audiences but i feel like when he drops he drops and it's generally good like i haven't heard mm-hmm. a lot of bruno misses uh since he's released so i don't really care you know people are gonna have their opinions it's always some sort of think piece or something it's gonna come out on somebody if you know maybe they have crossover appeal or they like to jump into different lanes at different points in their career um i don't really hold it against them what about you uh no, I don't think I because he did a few interviews where he was kind of saying like all oh, music is black music and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So I don't really <clears throat> take it like that, but I do like the fact that he, like he's taking that old sound, but he bought like you don't get no no more funky than Boosie. Yeah. So I think you know what I mean. Him, him, and them both of them, I guess, incorporating um, Boosie into it. I'm I'm sure like even from some of the songs, I know he had something to do with like. The uh the the bass lines and stuff in there like it just sounds like real like funketeerish and shit mm-hmm. and um I don't know and then I also like a lot of the songs to me sound like just based off of Anderson uh is it Pac or Pack I don't know how to say Pac? it is it one I, A or two I don't know. it's two but it's a period in there Anderson Pac I think it's Anderson yeah, Pac I say Pac, like two Pac Pac all right yeah Anderson Pac Pac whatever mm-hmm. I. But if you listen to his style of music, I'm pretty sure he wrote most of the songs on this. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he wrote he wrote most of it because if you if you look if you go back and listen to like uh, a lot of his shit is, is you know what I mean it's 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 got that same yeah those same things not the same I thought I think Bruno I mean not, I can't even say the instrumentation because you know uh, pop impact pop whatever mm-hmm. he is a drummer so like yeah like it was this is the, it's a great combination with them two but like. Uh, I definitely think this, the lyrics, a lot of the lyrics, especially on the joints when he's talking crazy, like that smoking out the window, mm-hmm. that's that's an Anderson Pac wrote yeah, that Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Like, he wrote that <laughs> shit, bro. He, he wrote that. I don't care what nobody said. They can put whatever they want to put in the credits. He mm-hmm. wrote that joint, man. Mm-hmm. He, he wrote that joint. So, no, nah, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as a negative. I just, it's music, it's entertainment, it's good music. Yeah. It's got that good stick to your rib shit. It's something that you can, you can play. This is definitely going to be something that's going live for a while something you could play back mm-hmm. um a couple of them joints probably gonna be some cookout songs yeah 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 for so, sure yeah for it's sure. definitely it's definitely a joint mm-hmm. and even though it has a classic feel it's not necessarily so dated so like it's not something right. that's only gonna live in 2021 or you know these couple years like maybe three years out and then people stop playing it like it's classic music so i feel like it will have some legs definitely we'll hear some at the cookout Definitely will probably have someone create a line dance to one or two of these oh, here yeah, soon, yeah, if not already. <laughs> yeah, I think 777 deserves a dance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That joint yeah. definitely deserves a dance. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be tough. All right, audience, y'all got to get on that, man. Get your aunties <laughs> the setup. you know, come up with the steps. Put the the uh, example on YouTube. We're going to stream it. You know, everybody learn to dance. We'll be out there. We need mm-hmm. a new cha-cha slide or something. It's been a few. So, it's been yeah, a few yeah. years since a while. It's been a while since we had a dance, so yeah, it's about that time. Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. That's our review of an evening with Silk Sonic. Glowing reviews all around. All right, next we wanted to jump into some culture talk. So, of course, with us heading into the holiday season, it got me to thinking, like, are holidays really all that? You know, are they really everything that they're cracked up to be? Do we absolutely love holidays or are they overrated? Um, I know to me, some things that jump out when you think of holidays, aside from the good parts, but you also got the fact that they can be expensive, you know, especially this year with all the shipping issues and, you know, a lot of um, stock being held up at different ports, you know, across the country and the lack of truck drivers, we're seeing the price of goods increase. So even thinking about Thanksgiving, you know, I've seen some grass and stuff pop up where oh the turkey yeah. is like <laughs> 40 dollars yeah no. yeah <laughs> something I went, I crazy made a, i made a roast the other the other uh i've been getting back into my cooking bag whatever or mm-hmm. i've been posting on instagram and all that shit yeah. but man I, I made a roast last week i go to the grocery store the roast is like 15 dollars mm. like jesus christ <laughs> I was, I was thinking about the outcast skit when he was like, oh, this must have had a $50 plane ticket. He was, like, he was like $100 for the Oski Woski. Like, man, what, the, what kind of cow they get this shit from? Man? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, one of them Andalusian cows, you know, hey. strict diet. Oh, they only eat hey. sunflowers. And that wasn't even grass finished. That was regular old fat boy cow. Damn. I'm scared to get that grass fed beef. Oh, yeah, that grass fed. They're going to hit you over the head for that one for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. It's just expensive. You know, you think about some of the less fortunate people and like, are they going to really be able to celebrate? Um, yeah. A lot of people. giving them free turkeys out this year. That's no, no, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. All the dealers and stuff, they just like, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. We might give a thank you card. We're going to give you some. They're going to hit them with the cranberry sauce. That's going to be their substitute this year. <laughs> but yeah, you know, holidays, it can be expensive. Another thing too, holidays can be stressful. You got people trying to cook. People rushing to clean, people trying to travel cross country, especially in this kind of COVID environment that we're still in. Certain states, they got certain rules, certain airlines, certain rules. Oh, you can do this here. You can't wear your mask here. Are you vaccinated? Oh, you can't come. Are you not vaccinated? Oh, okay, it's cool. So on and so forth. Like all that mental math and gymnastics, it can really wear down on you. Um, and not only that, too, a lot of times with holidays, you got to deal with drama, either among friends. Or family, maybe so and so doesn't like so and so. This is a topic of discussion, you know. Is it awkward at the dinner table? Oh, so and so can't sit next to so and so. You know, it can just be a mess. So that just got me thinking. Holidays may be overrated. What do you think? No, I'm down with all the holidays, bro. And I'm <laughs> mad right now because, like, I had this shitty ass work schedule, and I'm never. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I haven't been like home all day for holidays in like years. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I'm about to. I was. I got caught up with some, you know, work issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was gonna put the Christmas tree up this week, mm-hmm. so I'll probably do it next week. Like I am a fucking kid. I got a um, I got like an array of hats at work. Mm-hmm. They got like Christmas lights in them. And I replace the batteries every year. And I was walking oh, okay. in the yard at night with my Christmas light hat on and shit. Like yeah, I I am a big kid when it comes to holidays, bro. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Christmas, especially uh, Fourth of July. That's my big cookout. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I get the big barrel grill out, throw everything, oh, okay, okay. Throw, the, throw the whole kitchen out there, mm-hmm. uh, uh, empty empty the freezer out. Whoever want to come through, they can come through, get my drink on and shit. Yeah, those are my main holidays is Christmas. Uh, that's probably like my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, Halloween. I usually oh I didn't again because of work I didn't get to do it, but I usually got you know what I mean the crazy outfits, do the whole family for for uh for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then uh Fourth of July just for the food and drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a holiday. I'm I'm like the stereotypical dad, bro. Like I, yeah, <laughs> I do all the corny shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. Even though I was thinking about you know how annoying or stressful holidays can be sometimes. At the end of the day, as long as you got your friends or family there, you know people you care about, y'all got That's good it. food, good drink, you know some That's entertainment it. or something going on. It's a reason to get together and just enjoy company. Right. You're gonna have a good time, despite all the obstacles that can get in the way. That's really what makes the holidays. Um, some of my favorite ones. I like Fourth of July too. I'm hoping that um, we can really kick it off with uh, Juneteenth here next year, and in the years for you know, since we actually got the holiday now and everything, maybe we'll see some um, some stuff uh-uh. going on there. 
I'm conflicted with Juneteenth, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm conflicted. Like I get it. Like it's mm-hmm. like a it's uh it's a it's a black holiday, and I get it. But I just something about it just rubs me the wrong way. It's like mm-hmm. it's like it's, it just feels like a I don't know how to explain it. Like it like just, a gimme, like oh here, yeah, it feels gimmicky. It feels mm-hmm. it feels it feels cheap. Mm-hmm. It feels like a cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like a cheap holiday. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really. I don't get me wrong. We just got our new contract. We avoided the strike mm-hmm. briefly at, at work or whatever. Um, and one of the uh, one of the things that was added to our new contract is we get a a, a float date for Juneteenth. So I'm definitely appreciative of it. But it's like, mm-hmm. like the the white folks wearing kente cloth and shit. No disrespect <laughs> to the Yakubians, but it's like, you know, I feel like it all started when they start kneeling and shit in Congress with the kente on, with the kufis and shit like. Don't, don't don't like okay if you want to respect it if you want to say all right cool mm-hmm. like we'll get this to y'all but it's like how 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 are the white people gonna have off on Juneteenth, bro? I'm just gonna keep it funky. How they gonna get off on Juneteenth? How that work? That should that should be us. Like I feel like saying the same thing about MLK, dog. That's our <laughs> shit. Like y'all go to work, we stay home and shit. Like if you if you darker in the in the brown paper bag, you can stay. <laughs> give them the test. You can yeah, you get to stay home, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like this should be the, 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 the that should be the rules, man. I, like how y'all cre- how y'all create slavery, y'all create all this shit, and then now y'all they get, get the holiday on top. They should have a little scanner at the time clock. You scan the jump. It's like oh, yeah. you might gotta get back yeah, to work. Get back to work, brother. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right, no. And that wasn't even the end. Like it wasn't even the, the end. It was like Juneteenth is the day. That the niggas in Texas finally found like niggas have been free for for a minute. Yeah, it was just then that they found out about this shit. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. Like it was like let's celebrate the like the 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 oppression going past the finish line type. Yeah, shit. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, my overcritical, my overcritical thinking and shit. But I, yeah. I'm I still gonna point, take the man. day. I'm still gonna <laughs> take the day. Like I'm still gonna take the day. I'm still gonna. That might be my 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 biggest grip. Uh, Grilling season now, you know what I mean. Since it's, it's got to do with the with the with, with our folks and shit, but mm-hmm. I mean I've acknowledged the holiday the holiday before, but I never really celebrated. Did celebrated. Yeah, yeah. I know it's where I'm from, like, like Kwanzaa and shit. It's like yeah, I, like I get it. We like we umoju and all that shit. But it's just like I don't mm-hmm. know, bro. It just feels maybe when like when corporations and shit get involved, like it just feels like it just feels dirty after that. Like you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. I just feels like we live in like in one of the McDonald's 365 commercials and shit. Like, this is this is what we done for black people. We, we gave the HBCUs 40 million dollars. I love it. Make, he didn't make red, but I'm loving it. If you had your break today, like yeah, Arby's gonna come out with the, the collard green and the, the meal and stuff. Oh, that's that's coming. That's coming. <laughs> turkey next. We have oh, the meat. The meat. Oh yeah, that's coming. That's coming. Dog. No, but um, like where I'm from, every year they would have a uh, Juneteenth like little festival, and it wasn't like a huge huge thing, but they would have like churches come and perform, bands come and perform, like food trucks, vendors and stuff come out. So that helped me get used to the idea of Juneteenth because. For a while, I didn't know what it was. And then, you know, they started to do the festival. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I kind of got the history behind it. So I've always, um, since then, kind of had an idea of Juneteenth. And, you know, my family and stuff, we were celebrated. But I'm glad that the government is recognizing it. And it'll kind of have a bigger platform to grow. Um, Because it's nice, you know, sometimes you get these holidays. It's like, oh, St. Patrick's Day. I don't know what the fuck that's about or nothing like that. But it's cool. All right. We'll go have a beer or something. Green beer, green drinks, whatever. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But it's nice when you have, like, a holiday that. Your holiday, right. uh Black folks got a real holiday. Yeah, I I got you. Yeah, yeah. I I, like it. I'll stop bitching. I'll take take it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, cook up some ethnic dishes, you know, get your jollof. Your rice and all that kind of stuff. I still gotta try my hand at some jollof rice, man. I mm-hmm. still, I got this banging ass uh, Liberian slash Nigerian restaurant with my job. Uh huh. Uh, jollof, and they do a mix on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. They do like Jamaican shit, so they do jerk chicken with the jollof rice. Cause mm-hmm. every Saturday I'm eating that shit, and they give you like a big ass like pan. So I'm at work with like a cookout pan of food, and they was like, "Hey, goddamn, <laughs> yes sir." <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do that this year. Yeah, try to hook up some Joe Love and, mm-hmm. and, 
some some goosey or something like that, some foo foo, yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, I might do that. It yeah. might be good. It might be the move. Yeah. Might be the move. So all in all, you know, holidays it can be stressful and whatnot. It's always good to get with your loved ones. So make sure you enjoy your holiday season this year. All right, and next up, um, I'm gonna switch the order a little bit because I think the the Will Smith one we're probably gonna go on for that one. But mm-hmm. I wanted to jump in. You know, we recently had the tragedy at the Travis Scott Asher World Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just fans go, kind of going a little bit too far. And we've always had deaths or stuff at concerts, so this isn't like the first one. But I don't know. I just like hating on the younger generation. I feel like these hype beast kids and stuff, they just like do too much. They want it for clout. Like you look out in the stands, everybody's got their phone. They want to broadcast the IG. Oh, I'm here. I'm doing this. They want to be, you know, trying to chase that clout for in that presence versus kind of just being in the moment. Right. And that got me thinking too, like, you know, we also have, Playboy Carter, who's in a similar vein. Now, at a recent show, um, before Carter came out, he's actually got Rico Nasty um, opening for him. Mm-hmm. But there's a viral video that came out. Um, Rico Nasty comes out and starts to perform, and all the fans are just booing her, like, boo, boo, like just, you know, going in and really yelling and, so, you know, booing her super hard. And then, of course, she just starts going off and, like, cussing them out and everything and tries to perform but you can just hear the booze even through the music when they're trying to you know kick it off and i'm like why rico nancy's got some of the music to playboy cardi i mean me personally i kind of like um rico nancy a little bit more because one i can actually hear what she's saying and two she's from the area too so you definitely got to support um the local artists and whatnot but it just got me thinking man i don't know i think you kind of uh all right well I don't really care about artist feelings. Mm-hmm. So that one, like, I don't really care about. Like, I don't, like, you got your money. Like, you're coming into a situation where it's like these, I don't know how, how big a venue that uh, Playboy uh, Cardi brings. I know, like, mm-hmm. the Travis Scott shit is like, you know. Colossal. Like, yeah, hundreds of thousands of people out there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's high. You're going to run into that some night. Like mm-hmm. just just deal with it. Like you're a millionaire, you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. You go, you leave, you go home, it and you count <laughs> you count your but the rest of the people that paid they they couple hundred dollars, they going back to their regular thousand thousand there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying lifestyle and shit. Mm-hmm. You a multi-millionaire, like who cares, bro? Like I mm-hmm. like I get it. You you are the artist is sensitive and all that shit, but like in the grand scheme, like your life is better than damn near everybody's life mm-hmm. that's at these these events, man, like you'll be all right. Get over it. Um, but out of the Travis shit, I, I still don't know the whole scope mm-hmm. of what was happening. Like I keep hearing like different shit. Like you know, somebody was running around sticking people with with with, with drugs, with needles mm-hmm. and shit. And like then they were saying like, oh, he kept performing while people were dying. And then like you look and it's like you see him saying like, yo, like buddy over here is passed out. I need security over here. Mm-hmm. So that was clearly a lie. He didn't keep the show going while people would, would check it. Like you see the actual mm-hmm. video of him stopping for people. That's, you know what I mean? That's, 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 uh, that's going out, uh, like in the front row and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make me scared. Like my kids are still young, so they, they're not going out to shows, but when they do, like it makes mm-hmm. you scared for like, you know, parents are like teenagers where they like they paying this money, they sending their kids to these shows, and like mm-hmm. you know, motherfuckers getting trampled and shit. Yeah, um, especially like a ten year old boy. You know, he just passed. Yeah, that, that's wild. Like that's mm-hmm. that, that's crazy. And the, the crazy thing is, like, it doesn't. So, so I was at the Roots picnic the year before COVID, so that would be like twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and um, one of them events happened. Like we were standing, mm-hmm. we were walking through the um through the yard going to the main stage and then like somebody just randomly yelled out like such and such got a gun nobody even had a gun like mm-hmm. it just somebody just yelled it out and people just went crazy like people mm-hmm. ran they knocked the fence over like there were kids out there like people were grabbing their kids up and stuff like that like once mm-hmm. people get to move and it's no like you can't control it. it's like it's yeah. just a herd like you just gotta kind of like luckily I'm just like a fat ass and shit mm-hmm. and I don't get knocked over easy so mm-hmm. I kind of just like 
probably what I shouldn't have done. I just kind of like stood there and let people like run around me or like run into me and fall down. And then mm-hmm. I got a better, I got a better standing spot at the stage. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think a couple people got hurt though. Like it was like some kids that got hurt, like when mm-hmm. the, um, the fence to the on the uh, the other side of the main stage fell down. I think a couple a couple people got trampled and shit. But mm. it's some scary shit when it, when it when it when it when it goes down. Yeah. Um. I definitely hear. I feel that same way too. Like when I go to shows and stuff, I get annoyed that people be all up on you. Like you can't really move or turn and stuff. It's a show, so you kind of yeah, gotta expect that's just that. Yeah, what you got to deal with. But I mean, it's just like I think the size of some of these events is what makes it difficult. Like if you're in a room with maybe like 500 or something people, like they're going to exert force on people when they're pushing around, but not at the same magnitude as a hundred thousand people. I think it's kind of like a force multiplier almost. Like you got a huge wave pushing together. Of course, they're going to smush people in and stuff like that. It's going to be hard to move. It's going to be hard to control. So I don't know. I think they're going to have to start um, maybe limiting some of the capacity or having like, I don't know, more strict staging for the crowds or something like that. Um, But I I don't really honestly think that we're going to see a lot of changes based on this. It's happened in the past. It's in the I mean, new just, cycle now, but I think it'll it'll disappear. Yeah, you just to me, you just that, you run the risk of that shit. When mm-hmm. you, once you say you're going out somewhere, you just got to be prepared for the bullshit. Yeah, like, that's just that's just what it is. Like mm-hmm. if you're not going to a concert with designated seats, if it's like a standing room joint, mm-hmm. like you just kind of got to deal with. Like I usually I have it the root. I think the only festival type style joint I go to up here is like the Roost Picnic, mm-hmm. and then um. They do a big Fourth of July joint up here too, but that's like they this the Wawa I think sponsors it, and it's like it's usually a lot of like they mix it between like the younger acts and the older acts, so it's like a mixed crowd. It's more like family friendly, so it's not a lot of like super drunk, super mm-hmm. high people. It's like you know what I mean. It's more of a mixed deal. Everybody's waiting for the fireworks, and but I don't really go to like the big big name yeah folks. Like I'm I don't I don't do that. I'm cool off of that. It's just not my you know, what I mean, that's just not my 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 deal. And even at even at the Fourth of July, the, the uh, what do they call that shit? Because you got the Made in America shit that's up here. I don't go to that. Yeah, that's the the Jay Z joint. And then um, I'm tripping. I'm about to say coming to America. It's <laughs> 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 definitely not coming to America. It's some American Wawa festival or some shit, whatever. American Music like, Festival or something like that. It's something weird. Like I don't, I don't know. But either way, it's the Fourth of July joint. Some say something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. But um, even with that, sometimes you get a couple incidents where people like just yell out random shit, and then people respond, people react to it. And it's like whenever you say the word "gun" in a big crowd, mm-hmm. the motherfuckers gonna move and run and shake and shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't I mean, know, what these, can you do? These young cats is using the, all these freaky ass drugs now. Like I, that, I think that's part of the problem. Like, I, like yeah, I just 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 stick the weed and liquor, man. I don't, I don't. <laughs> The rest of this shit is fentanyl. I don't care. I, I'm sorry. The rest of this shit is fentanyl, man. I don't, whatever it is you're taking that shit is fentanyl. Leave that shit alone. And I was seeing the study and shit. They were saying they even dropping the fentanyl in the goddamn uh in the weed. Mm. But yeah, I, you know, I used to smoke a little wooly. Not saying I used to do that, but you know, uh-huh. sprinkle a little a little snow inside the Optimo. You know what I mean? Little, <laughs> little, co- little cocaine ain't never hurt nobody. But- <laughs> But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, yeah, I think you know science is good and bad. Like people are gonna find ways to get higher and higher. But yeah, I know that stuff is just taking people out, man. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, gonna... So, bottom line, if you're going to a show or something, you know, be safe, be aware, and you know, be Protect prepared to. <laughs> yeah, if you need to make a move, make that move because you know, there's no fun getting trampled and all that stuff. This is not a good time. All right, moving on to our last topic of the night. Um, wanted to jump into this Will Smith thing. So, uh, not sure if you know, but he actually released a um a book entitled Will. I think it's a biography, if I'm not mistaken, or autobiography actually, because okay. he's the one that's authoring it. Um, so it's getting a lot of media attention. Um, I've seen it kind of make the rounds. I know he sent uh, Charlemagne the guy like a cool display, like with okay. the book, and it's got like art on all the sides, and you open it a certain way, kind of tells a story as you're opening up the box so i thought that was really dope um i'm actually thinking about getting the book myself 
Uh, it's just kind of like a, it, it's weird because we keep hearing about Will in a certain light with the Jada thing and stuff too, but he's still trying to make his own moves on the whole social media tip and kind of the self-improvement and, you know, leading a better life tip. So that kind of got me thinking like, how does someone, especially as popular as he is, try and promote and do his own thing, you know, amidst all the controversy that just keeps popping up? Uh, I mean, I think he's doing a good job of the shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I seen a post yesterday where he was standing on top of this big ass tower mm-hmm. with the, the bungee suit on, not the bungee suit, but the little harness and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, to be honest with you, yeah, Jada's getting annoying to me, so I don't really know how mm-hmm. to how to answer. Like, I, if I was Will, I, and even looking at Will sometimes, it's like he just like, man, this was you just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, like, what is she really? I don't know. Like, the red table talk shit is cool. I watch a few of them, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's kind of redundant. It's like it's it's one of those cliche words and shit. It's like trauma porn. It's the same way I feel about how they post like. um black people getting killed by the police and like mm-hmm. fights and shit like that like that shit is like they call i guess it's supposed to be like counseling on tv and shit but it's really just like people just love negative shit but they code it in this like soft talking yeah positive light and mm-hmm. i'm bald head because i'm trying <laughs> to be I'm trying to be more, get my chakras together and and and, mm-hmm. and, and be one with myself and the universe and the mm-hmm. sun and the moon and the east reflect. And, and you know, I, like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. Trying to collect all my Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm like way tired about like all this relationship talk. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I think Will's doing a, 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 a pretty decent job of navigating his way through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say that he's a victim in some way. He, when mm-hmm. He's one of those dudes, a multimillionaire, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure um, he's getting way more cutty than, than, than Jada is getting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure just moving as a dude, like, mm-hmm. you kind of know, like, all right, yeah, like, but he's like, like old school in the sense of, like, you know, bad boys moving silence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he just. It don't need to be said. It don't need to be. It don't need to be out there. I just I do what I do, and and and, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, and it's kind of unfortunate too. It's kind of a lesson you can kind of take for this too. Is you know people get in their own relationships and stuff. Like if something happens, like people can kind of hold on to one thing that may have happened, and that just be the narrative for the entire future. Like we saw her thing with August, you know, the whole entanglement piece. And now it's like anything that she says that comes out, oh, it's related to some sort of bullshit. Even though she might not even say anything crazy. Like it's just normal stuff. Right. They form those. Right. Right. And they just want to keep building on the same thing and the same thing. Almost to the fact that where it's trying to steal some of the potlight of the partner trying to do their own thing or promote their own thing because you know like you said me too i always get tired of like oh i have to do x y and z or don't get me wrong i like that you know therapy is good i think people should go to therapy but i also think that it can be popular (laughs) for people to like want to you know play victim and stuff like that and like oh i have to do x y p q z or like da 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 i do this 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 and this i'm like okay cool do it but you know i don't have to know about every little step of your life whereas i think with um will i think he's actually trying like something new like even hearing some of his um press about the book and stuff like he's talking about um like his experiment in life so for example i just saw a clip where he was kind of talking about like unconditional love and so we've heard this before if you know you're christian or familiar to bible they talk about you know maybe jesus god having unconditional love or you know parents having unconditional love for the kids but he's actually talking about no like i'm trying to do and practice unconditional love in a very practical way and like it's hard and it's you know you actually see it play out because we see all this bulls crap going on you know in the public eye you know real or fake 
you know, because the public is going to run with the public, you know, whatever they want to see. But we kind of see see someone deal with this in real time, like despite the news or despite public opinion or despite, you know, what the, the kids are saying or the family is saying, da, 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 da. Like, it's like, no, we're going to stay together and have this family unit, which I think is kind of against the grain with a lot of the popular messaging that's going out now. Like, if you think about it, We've recently been hearing a lot of um, talk about, you know, kind of being your best self, living your best life. You know, if something's not for you, leave it alone. You know, if you're in a situation that's not working, okay, you know, it didn't work, you know, pack your bags and move on. Do what's best for you. Where she's having kind of this new, um, not a new revelation so much, but kind of going against the grain and saying like, you know, no matter what I'm sticking in this situation or, you know, I'm going to proceed and, and move on with that. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, I'm definitely interested in getting the book just to see, cause he's had a crazy life. And I always like hearing from people with like tons of wealth, but hearing them get real about like their meaning behind life, because a lot of people, like if you're middle class or, or, you know, if you're, don't make a lot of money. If you're in a poverty situation, like you're just trying to get money. Like I need to, oh, I need this raise. I need this X, Y, Z, you know, oh, I got to get this. If I could do this and we'll be set. Da, da, da. Whereas on the other side, you got somebody like, Will. he's got all the money he's ever going to need, you know, in the world, all the fame he's ever going to need in the world. It's like what keeps individuals like this ticking or what keeps them going. It seems like he's done a lot of soul searching here recently. Um, and really trying to find out, like, okay, what's his purpose? What's his big meaning behind everything? And it seems that he settled on the idea of love, you know, loving and being loved and that unconditional love. So I think it's interesting. Um, definitely going to give the book a read, uh, see what he's talking about in there. Um, and, yeah, hopefully this kind of takes some of the spotlight away from his wife. Cause I think it was that whole August thing was, was, yeah, it was weird. It was a funny little piece, but I think for me, I'm kind of ready to move on from the whole narrative, the whole Jada thing. Cause like now it's just out of control. Like, like we said, any little thing that comes up in an interview or anything, yeah, it's, it's, it's someone says some, salac- some salacious shit. Yeah. yeah it's salacious. Yeah, and it's yeah. not even salacious. Like you're kind of yeah. losing the whole message and, everything around her podcast which is good you know they do talk about a lot of issues women deal with and mm-hmm. stuff like that so people just, well, just throwing people, that out because she had some joints with like uh like wale and then um oh i didn't even know that with yeah Wale was on there one time <clears throat> he was uh you know talking about love relationships and shit i remember the joint mm-hmm. with um with uh with ti and they were talking about like his relationship with his daughter and how he was talking about like the doctor's appointments and whether or not mm-hmm. she had started having sex and all that shit like it's some mm-hmm. it's some quality Shit, that's on the like I I I used to like listen to the Red Table Talk shit, um, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, after the August thing, it just kind of got like once the whole damage family control, started, like not nah, like you know the it, that was weird. The August thing was weird, and then the um, the girl that was messing around with uh with one of the Kardashians. Boyfriends, or Black China, or, like or that. no, um, I know you're talking Jordan. No, nah, the yeah, Jordan, Jordan Woods, Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that one was kind of weird. It was like, why are we? Why are you addressing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Like, like that's your folks and shit like that. But it just mm-hmm. seems like some of that shit is just like, all right, man. Like that was unnecessary. Yeah. Like I don't like I don't. That's not something I'm I'm really I'm really into. Like the real shit. Like when people uh-huh. going like working through shit and you know what I mean talking like like I enjoy like the. I enjoy both of this. I enjoy Red Table Talk. I enjoy Will's Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. and like the shit that he talks about when they when they first kind of made this like this surge, like this new um I guess you can say they re- reinvented, you know what I mean, or like came back out because they had been, you know, we hadn't heard pretty you know, silent, yeah. Yeah, for a while and shit. And then like this whole thing when he came back out and was like, you know, talking about like happiness in life and relationships, and it's not other person's responsibility to make you happy and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like that's some quality shit to 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 bring the folks. But I, I you know it I just it got you know it just got I don't know like it's just a little too money, Hollywood. Yeah once money and shit start getting into it and you want to put uh, you know advertisement shit on that you know you gotta squeeze the juice out of the of the shit that like you know people like 
negative shit. People like mm-hmm. dramatic and dramatic things, and it's like it's like all right, like I get it, like those things happen, but let's you know what I mean put more to focus on. Like mm-hmm. how Will was saying, you know, unconditional love is like really hard. Like I don't really have. I mean, my kids, mm-hmm. and even even with that, sometimes it's like ah, uh, you know, mm-hmm. today ain't the day, young bud. Like that ain't mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it just you know what I mean. So that's that's like real shit, like real shit people deal with and talk about. and then you know people deal with relationship in their life too but it's just like that's not the only thing that happens uh-uh. inside of sex outside of a relationship isn't the only strain that gets put on yeah the relationships between people mm-hmm. like well, we just harp on these things because it's like that's the shit that like the provocative mm-hmm. headlines and shit you know what i mean Mm-hmm. It sells kind of to the public, but right. the day to day stuff is really where it can get difficult. Like, you know, it's right. a grind being in a relationship. Like, you deal with, you know, coming together two lives. Like, you know, each person has their own um, habits and, you know, how they live, their own upbringing that kind of affects them. And so you try and mesh those together. A, a lot of times it's difficult. You know, you're trying to unlearn things, learn new things. Um, you know, try and please your partner and make sure you're pleased as well. That can that can be difficult. But it's annoying, like you said, when you got people that are trying to really kind of go in and talk about these things and show like, hey, you know, it's not only normal. I mean, it's not only normal folks that deal with this. Everybody has these kind of problems. And you know, right. these are some of the ways we kind of fixed it versus, oh, I was with this young R&B cat or XYZ oh, or Jordan Woods slept with whoever. Right. And yeah. now... With that one, I thought it was kind of cool that they took up for their people's kind of as like the black media. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. I thought that was cool because I know the Kardashians is definitely trying to throw uh, that young lady under the bus and everything and just talking crazy. So I thought that was cool, but I really didn't care. But I like I the fact care. that you had this black kind of program. I appreciate them to... taking up for it, but she was being a hoe though. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, space, space, space. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> He was out here kissing and fucking on somebody else, dude. Like that was supposed to be your homie. Like you moving greasy, you mm-hmm. moving greasy, bitch. But I get it. Like I, it, it was still good to see them, like kind of like take up and absorb some of the hit that she was going that that, that she was taking. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Like we got to kind of like like seeing people from our community with money and resources and power and influence mm-hmm. kind of use that shit to deflect it against mm-hmm. you know. Not against, but like you know what I mean. Like in the same way that th- that type of powerful family would 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 use it. You know what I mean? I, exactly. Yeah. Throw their weight around. Yeah, and it was also good to see Kanye talk shit about them too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that second, did you see the second part? The yeah. Second drink chance part. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, he, he was getting busy on that. Even the first one, he's talking about like the nanny and and Chris Jenner and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's good to see like a black man just like. Yeah, a white boy, stop doing this. Like, <laughs> like, it's good to see a black man talk that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I that's that's just that's my thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely he was giving up in the second one too. You could tell he was he was definitely faded by the second one. Oh yeah, around. yeah. The, the henny, the henny was heavy. The henny, uh-huh. the henny was the henny was kicking in. The I'm henny glad they had in that uh, pre roll was was kicking his ass a little bit. I'm glad they had um Hoover Junior. Yeah, they had yeah, to kind of rope him in and like, like yeah. explain <laughs> some of the final points because he was just throwing. He was like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. When they yeah, did the uh, so and so, it was like, where did the the the, the, the law come from? It's like, it's like, all right, yeah, like, yeah. That, that was, was like, cool. that was that was George Bush doesn't like black people, yeah, like that was that was run up on the stage with Taylor Swift, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. And he get the porn, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. definitely another um, another Kanye moment. I'm yeah. interested to see what his next one will be. I like it though. I, I miss Kanye, bro. Like I miss this Kanye. Like I don't mm-hmm. like the. I'm on TMZ crying, talking about I'm getting I'm getting lipo and all that. Shit. <laughs> like, no, nah, I like talk my shit, Kanye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the you know what I mean. That's that's the that's the yeah I like to see. I really want to see like some of this planning and these talks he's having like come to fruition. Like, I don't really follow him so closely to see okay what exactly he's been able to implement. You know, outside of like the whole fashion success and stuff like that, but a lot of his kind of plans. I guess for, I don't know, humans and living life and stuff like that. I'm like, I wonder if he can actually get these rolling or is just going to be a lot of steam he's blowing. So that'll be interesting to see. I, I do like what he's doing when he was saying that he's getting these, like the school and the mm-hmm. land and building because like you see, um, well, I guess to get political for a second, like mm-hmm. 
So I really don't talk about the whole pro-life, pro-choice bullshit. I'm not mm-hmm. a woman. I don't ever have to make that decision. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really care about it. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own views on it, but that's my, like, that's just like if I see somebody else's relationship, like, I got my views, but it's none of my business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Um, but I like that he was saying, like, y'all condemn somebody for an opinion before you even have a conversation with him. So yeah. he's like, yeah. I'm pro-life, I'm not pro-choice, but I'm also not one of these people who wants to cut uh, government spending and programming mm-hmm. for people who don't. Like, you don't want your baby? Cool. I don't think life is... He's like, on some, like I don't think life is an accident. Like If anybody's mm-hmm. conceived, they should be here. But mm-hmm. I also understand like everybody's not in a position to take care of a life. Hey, mm-hmm. bring the kid here. We're growing food. I think that Dr. Savy shit is some bullshit, but yeah, me too. it's still something mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? It's like, it's still something that you have to where you're like, oh, hey, you can't take care of your kid. Drop the little motherfucker off here. We'll take mm-hmm. care of him. We'll feed him. We'll teach him. We'll grow him. We'll help him be a protect. We don't have to keep throwing black babies away and shit. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I can respect that move. It's not like one of those people that's like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm pro-life, but you, you're against government spending. You're against um 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 what's the shit um plan parenthood parenthood, mm-hmm. parenthood um you don't want people to, to to you don't fund or um you don't want the government to fund like um um, um foster care and shit yeah. like that like you can't you can't be pro-life at conception and then when the motherfuckers get here just kind of like throw them away yeah you know what i mean like i i do like that that, that stance that he was bringing with you know what he's trying to do with um out there on his land, it, it sounds a little cultish. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. Oh, big facts. You know they're gonna be wearing scary. them, them, <laughs> them burlap sacks with like, the Yeezys on, and yeah, like it's a little scary. It feels kind of like a cult, but I, 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 if, if it seems like his heart is in the right place, like it's mm-hmm. like, yes, I have this view that's controversial that people aren't mm-hmm. gonna agree. It's not really supposed to be to be my place, but I'm also offering a solution in opposition to what you're doing. I'm not just mm-hmm. talking shit to talk shit. Yeah. And, and I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. And I think that's a good point too. Just, you know, being able to express opposing ideas, I think that's very important, but you know, we see a lot of movement to where, Oh, you know, you can only talk about this. Or if you talk about this, you're a Nazi, you talk about this, you're racist. Right. You talk about this, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, I think it's good to talk about things and opposing views. And like you said, it's a good, job of him uh, speaking, okay, you know, I may be pro-life, but here's a solution I'm offering that doesn't infringe on your rights, you know, as a woman or what have you, you know, you can still decide to do what you want, but this is what I feel like, you know, we can do and these resources, um, because I read this book, Killing the Black Body. Um, I think he kind of touched on some of the points in there too, just about like Planned Parenthood and how it affects African-Americans and even like our morbidity rates in hospitals and stuff when, mm. you know, black women are going to these hospitals to have kids and stuff. There's just so much death and that just surrounds that whole situation. Like, you know, is this population control? What's going on? Oh, yeah, like the, stuff. The infant, infant mortality rates and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you, you know, he has some good points. Um, Like you said, I do think we're about to get into like some kind of weird judge dread, like, crazy feature we're gonna have a whole bunch of cities ran by like different rappers so we know we got slime city with young thug <laughs> in mm. atlanta right we're gonna have tyler perry studios that's gonna be another kingdom and oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. we got the kanye uh yeah. right, <laughs> where's this at? is it where, is this in calabasas or is this in wyoming this is wyoming, i, I think right? it's in wyoming, wyoming yeah. yeah we got yeah. we got yeezy yeezy yeah, topia whatever i think he's the only nigga in wyoming and shit like <laughs> We're gonna have these mega cities in the future, so everybody's gonna have to rep their rep their uh, their town. So that's gonna be funny to see. But I do like that move where you see a lot of like rappers kind of promoting the idea of owning land and having mm-hmm. the land and being able to like kind of build on it and you know do what you want and, and really give opportunities for different people to flourish and blossom versus kind of sticking in. You know, so many situations we got going on now where maybe the wealth isn't accumulating as quickly for certain people as others. So I think that's kind of cool, but yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, like I said, a lot of plans definitely want to see a lot of this start to kind of 
take off and, and him hit the ground running with this, especially with all the steam he's generating from these interviews. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Time will tell. That's a fact. All right. But that's been another episode of the Gladiator Cypher podcast. Uh, you can follow us on pretty much all the social medias out there. Uh, be sure to also follow our uh, network, it's the Head Cannon Circus. You can find all sorts of podcasts on there, whether it's the N Word for Nerd podcast or also the um, the sports one, which is what's the name of the sports channel? No, Jake guy is for this shit. Yeah, Jamie, they edited in the, the sports uh section on here. But um, yeah, just tons of content for you, no matter what you like. We pretty much got you covered at Head Cannon Circus. So be sure to check it out. Um, and then also we need those comments, we need those, you know, interactions in, in the comments down below so we can bring back the nip clackback segment. So if you think yeah. his headphones is wild because he has some crazy takes, you know. Was I off on something? Let us know in the comments below so we can interact and engage with you all. Uh, But other than that, we'll see y'all next week. Tune in. Yes, sir. Oh, shit.